What's up, everybody? It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome, welcome. How are you? Uh, hope all is well. Welcome to the show. Um, one thing on my mind right now, you know, I was hot and I still am about equal pay. Um, I really want that to become a passion point for not just me and, you know, a few people. I want that to be um, a, a passion point for the masses. There's no society that there's no part of our society in America that wouldn't benefit from women getting paid equally, period. It's just a bunch of insecure men trying to not pay us. And they've all kind of collectively low key agreed on it consciously or unconsciously. It's like, oh, she don't need that much. You know what I mean? Come on. It's ridiculous. Uh, But that's not what I want to talk about today. Today, I have to admit uh, that it is terrifying to now live in a neighborhood that has erupted in gunfire. I mean, it's not just for the past three or four months. There have been uh, shootings like very, very close to where I live. And so let me paint a picture. This is the neighborhood. My parents bought this house. You had to be married. You had to have an income. Um, And yeah, they were redlined. But, uh, you know, this was a they had rules. The banks had rules for you to to be able to afford to live here. Fast forward now. all those older people have either died or moved on, and now they're renting the houses out. People buy the houses and, and rent them out and Section 8 them, and it's just kind of a nightmare. Um, but up until recently, it wasn't like a hail of gunfire all the time. And so now, you know, last night, 8 o'clock, a, another gunfight. Two weeks ago, a gunfight. Um Maybe I want to say, mm, uh, I don't know, maybe a month, a month or two ago, five o'clock on a Saturday evening, quiet, pretty day. All of a sudden, five or six gunshots. I mean, and I mean close. I'm not talking about, you know, I could hear it in a distance. No, this was like on the next block. And it turns out one of them was on uh, my street in a, in a one block up. That's why it was so loud. So I was like, God, what the hell? And so what what's frustrating to me, reason this with me, is you've got all these kids, young black teenagers who just want to shoot the shit out of each other. They clearly are trying to kill each other. And nobody's going to march for the person who finally gets hit and killed. No one's going to march for the person who actually accidentally walks out of the house during one of these gun battles. And uh, no one's going to care that it's two black people trying to kill each other and black people who will be uh, the collateral damage. Um, There's no marches for that. No one seems to care if it doesn't involve the police or if it doesn't involve racism. Black people uh, or no people seem to care unless it's you and your family. You know what I mean? This is ridiculous. What is the plan? You know what I'm saying? I hear all of this rhetoric. So the elections are over. Okay, great. So what is the plan? What are we going to do to stabilize these neighborhoods? This is not a bad neighborhood. You know, I'm not even talking about some of the worst in the city and county. So just so you can understand, St. Louis is so ridiculous. We are divided by the city and the county. And uh, 
So the city has just been drained of people. It used to be, you know, a couple million people lived in the city and then people moved to the suburbs and it, you know, it was a lesser number. Now it's completely the opposite. It's 300,000 people in the city and it's a million people in the suburbs. And a lot of the people trying to get themselves a better life have left the city and uh, moved to the county, but they they didn't bring middle class value system. They brought wherever they came from value system. And this is not a racial thing. I'm talking I'm a black person talking about other black people because the real divider in our country to me is class, not race, because it's easy to just pick the low hanging fruit and say, oh, it's just but I don't care what color the people are. Poor people act a certain way. People who never had anything act a certain way. People who, you know, tear up things and and because they never had nothing or they never had to learn appreciation of the value of things. I don't care what your race is. You act a certain way. You know, it's clear you've never been anywhere. We get it. Uh, But everybody who's black is not poor and everybody who's poor isn't black. But that's the narrative we've settled into. And so when these kids are out here trying to kill each other, people don't see it as a problem because it's black on black crime. And nobody's marching for that. Nobody, nobody seems to care. You know, Black Lives Matter, unless it's another black person who pissed you off. Come on. What the hell? What is the plan? And you know I'm big on plans. I'm constantly hammering you guys. What's your plan? What are you going to do? How are you going to wrap up 2020? What are you going to do for 2021? Well, this is serious to me. I don't want to get shot. That is not my life's goal. I don't got no beef with nobody. And even if I did, I can't imagine being so mad I needed to shoot them. This is insane. This is a city that lacks vision. And all these people come along and sell you a bill of goods about what they're going to do and how slick they are and how great they are. And like nothing is improving. So maybe it's not something that a politician can help you with. Maybe it's just something we need to figure out as a community. But I, I don't see myself staying here. Uh, I'm only here this long because my mom is in St. Louis. Otherwise, I would have stayed wherever I was. <laughs> I mean, if family didn't matter, and let's be clear, my mom. I'm here because I'm just not the kind of kid that would not look after my mom. I'm just not that person. Um, but yeah, and she's stubborn and she doesn't want to go anywhere. But I'm like, look, we are not about to get shot down in the street like uh a 1990 gangster movie. This is not uh, Boys in the Hood. I'm, that is not what I'm going for here. So we just got to figure it out. Um, but yeah, I just, where is the plan? You know, and St. Louis is not unlike every major city. And if you don't have a lot of industry, like in Atlanta or in Austin or Los Angeles or New York, you're not going to be able to sustain your middle class. You know, St. Louis is trippy too, because if you want a house in the $200,000 range, $250,000, they're going like hotcakes because it's so hard to get a nice house. Um, I looked at a house the other day and I was like, before I could even move on it, I mean, it had been fully updated. I would buy that house in a heartbeat and it was already a bidding war on it. You know, and it wasn't even a great neighborhood. It was it's a neighborhood that's going to be nice in a couple of years because they're going to do all those houses like that. They're going to uh, take all these old houses and make them awesome. And and I'm telling you, in two years, three years, those that two hundred thousand dollar house is going to be 
double. And it's not even a big house. But St. Louis is, is, and they won't gentrify here because you can't go north. They are not gentrifying the north. Only uh, mid, t- only mid and south. So, and in North County and North City, that's predominantly where people of color live. Um, and they have just, they're just not rehabbing and restoring and they're not bringing in fresh blood. They're not trying to get new uh, young families. They're renting the houses, doing as little as they possibly can, and section eighting, section eighting them out. And it's infuriating because everybody wants to talk about everything but that. And if you're white, you can't even mention it. And then if you're black, you're just singing the song of racism. And people don't either rally behind you or they tune you out. But I'm black and I'm not racist and I'm not talking about racial issues. I'm talking about class issues, you know, because that's the great thing about America. In theory, you can never change your race. So when you're out here trying to change the narrative, people just throw the race car back out there because they know it's going to work and it's going to distract you because you're supposed to be able to change your class. You're supposed to be able to put your put your uh, best effort in. And, and work really hard and you, all your dreams will come true. You'll get the, the dream of home ownership and, and, you know, people are starting to get hip like, hey, I've, I've been working really hard and I've got shit, you know, because you can't just work hard, you know, you can go to school, but you've got to be very focused and good in school. Those days of just going to get a job in a factory and making 60, 70 grand and competing with someone who has a degree, those days are gone. Now, they may be back because COVID is shutting colleges out. The, the dollars are not going to be there. So COVID is going to change our economy. And you need to position yourself to figure out what that's going to be like and how you can benefit from it. I'm not talking about exploiting people. I'm talking about anticipating the changes going forward in our society and how you're going to use that to your advantage. That's what everybody does. But when you're out here, you know, struggling on on uh, trying to work hard and you only are making minimum wage, of course, you're not going to be able to buy a house. You know what I mean? Like the house you want to live in, in the neighborhood you want to live in, you got to spend money on it. You ain't going to get it on those $7 an hour, $15 or whatever it is. Minimum wage really literally should be like $18, $19, $20 an hour to be competitive. I mean, you, you can't live anywhere in America and not have any money. You know what I mean? Like we, we know these things and then people just act like it's not true. I don't I don't get it. So whoever these kids are that are trying to kill each other and they decided to come to my neighborhood to do it, you know, fuck off. And what is the plan? I want to know how you stabilize the city because it is like the wild, wild west out here. People are shooting each other on the highway. They're having rolling car battles, uh, rolling gun battles. That's a thing. Uh, it, this is just crazy. And, and people are getting shot and killed at like one o'clock in the afternoon. You know, they're not even being subtle with it. They just out here, okay, let me go and have this lunch and then go kill this dude. You know, what the hell? I don't know. St. Louis is a city that needs a vision. And, um, you know, I don't know what it is. I mean, I have answers, but nobody wants to do what I suggest. (laughs) 
because what I suggest has nothing to do with your belly aching about how racist it is here. Because most of the stuff here that people complain that are, are, is racist isn't really racism to me. It's classism. It's I'm just an assholeism. Uh, it's a lot of stuff. There is racism and racist issues here. But most of what we deal with here is self-racism because black people are on guard here about uh, racism. Anything that don't go their way. Racist? Okay, this lady clearly is a racist. She's just bad at her job. Okay? she The Asian people, the all the, the other white people behind us, they're going to get bad service too. This lady just doesn't know what she's doing. You know what I mean? People here are so on guard about what it, what everything being racist that we make no progress. And all the people that could help us, you know, the more enlightened voter, they all moved away because the jobs went somewhere else. Why, why live here and make 80 grand when you can move to Texas and make 225? Who would take, who wouldn't take that job? You know, and St. Louis has just done a shitty, shitty job of, of, restoring all the hemorrhage jobs they've lost and you know i just i love this city there's some of the best people you ever will want to meet here some of my favorite salt of the earth people are st louisans but damn i do not want to die in the street here figure this shit out i know that's not super pleasant or uh <laughs> motivational <laughs> but this is just hey like I said, at 830, I'm standing in my kitchen and it's a hail of gunfire going on around me. I feel a way about it. And uh, yeah, that, that's what was on my mind because I woke up and I'm like, are they getting ready to start shooting again? Did Because they, they clearly didn't hit the target. You know, and eventually they're going to be successful with it. Well, and I low key want to take them to a shooting range. None of them can hit anything. I mean, these gun battles are disturbing because of all the shots I've heard lately, the police get here and there's no bodies because can't nobody shoot. If you know, if you're a real gangster and you really know what you're doing, see, that's why I think these kids are playing. Because if you really know what you're doing, you don't miss and you don't put yourself in a situation where you have to uh, uh, waste bullets. Okay, these kids think it's a game. And we need to show them it's not. And I'm good at that. If you need to show, you need me to show you it's not, I can do that really well. I can scare a lot of these kids real straight. It's true. I'm not just threatening shit. It's true. I really can't. But we need some answers here. Come on, America. Come on, St. Louis. What's up? All right. Have a wonderful, wonderful Thursday. Uh, please take care of your, like literally take care of yourselves because right now it's either COVID or stray bullets if you're in the hood. All right. <laughs> take care. Stop.
in my melanin Let me abuse it cause this music is my heroin It's compelling, I can't help it man, it won't never end It's abusive, using this music like it's heroin I want it more, want it stored in my melanin The strap, show them veins, get the needle, let it drain. When it leave you free from pain, what a drug! This I love, I want it more. Hit the plug, I can feel it when it tugs. Oh, I want it, wanna fuck. I am faded, mind so jaded, might not make it. I can't take it. I am hanging out the manger at an angle. How I dangle, I'm in danger. Find an angel, cause I'm tripping, overdosing, slowly slipping, maybe drifting to a coma. It's a hazard, it don't matter It's a habit, like a pattern I'm an addict, got a habit Not sporadic, automatic If you get it, let me hit it Otherwise, when I'm sitting I will fidget till I get it Let me hit it, come on nigga I want it, I want it more I want it stored in my melanin Let me abuse it Cause this music is my heroin It's compelling I can't help it, man, it won't never end Zone when we overdose, I can smell the bullshit through a broken nose. We ain't playing games, going no for O. Me and Zeus putting work, breaking ocean codes. Got the dope, taking lower than the ocean flow. American, like Afghan poppy farms, but this heroin won't corrode the soul, not fade. Can tell it's in your system, head is swimming in rhythm, infinitely flawless. Awesome, what you gon' feel when you get that real deal in your veins. Prepare to split your vision, existential tripping, dangerous as angel dust. You really think we're giving a fuck about anyone that's trying to fill your brain on all the whole shit? Sucker for the rush, caught up in emotion. This the only track you gon' need to feed the dopamine. I hear when it's better than the real thing. I mean it. Triple beans clean, can't wait to feel it. Bouncing off the walls, break the ceiling. Fresh air, pressed air, even out. Now you know we need that. I want it more, I want it stored in my melanin. Let me abuse it, cause it's music is my hero. It's compelling, I can't help it, man, it won't never end I want it more, want it stored in my melanin <laughs> It's compelling, I can't help it, man, it won't never end It's a music for old, this music is my heroine